Hello everyone, my name is JD, and this is another episode of On the Lighter Side of Life. Here we go. We're going to take off one more time, because I heard some really, really, to me, interesting conversations to from older people to the young generation. And these kids are like in their 20s, you know, middle to late 20s kind of deal. They didn't know what a tube radio was. When I heard that, I giggled myself to death, okay? <laughs> they called their grandfather more or less a liar in the sense that, Grandpa, that just didn't exist. Well, everybody knows me. I just had to step into that conversation because it did, because I used to go to Radio Shack, which, by the way, does no longer exist. <laughs> but everything used to run on tubes back in the day. And when they came out with transistors, they had a little pocket radio. That's what they were called. And they ran on a nine-volt battery. These kids were blown away. They had no clue, nothing about <clears throat> how could you take a, a radio and make it run off of a 9-volt battery. They're used to, like, iPods and everything else. They'd have no idea what this stuff was. And we had a really, really interesting kind of a conversation today, and it, it was just nuts. They they thought that um, myself and their grandfather uh, was, like, from outer space, I guess, kind of thing, because they just they couldn't fathom trying to describe what a glass tube looks like that fits inside the radio. It used to be in our TV sets. Now everything's, you know, semiconductors and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it just blew them away. They thought that all cars forever, never, never, never had <laughs> MCDs or something like that, whatever it is, the computer that's in the car. They thought they were always made like that. No, not really, you know. Have you guys not been to, to like the history class, like, you know, the old Model A and Model T and stuff like that? Um, they just, they don't fathom. So it really makes me wonder what they're really teaching in school nowadays. So, yeah, kind of some interesting things. That was an interesting conversation. Uh, had that little conversation today, and like I said, it, it lasted a good 15 minutes or so, and it just, I just couldn't help but laugh. The grandfather laughed, you know, and the the, the kids um, and it was two boys and a girl. They thought that their grandfather had just kind of lost their mind, you know, that things were built that way back in the day, for heaven's sakes. And I'd also remember back in the day, and here's something for everybody. Remember when your parents, uh, back in the 60s kind of deal, they used to clean up the living room, you know, before you went to bed. The living room had to be cleaned. And I remember when my mom used to do this. The reason for that. Because doctors used to make house calls, you couldn't get a doctor out of his leisure chair at seven o'clock at night to come to your house. Not not nowadays, but back in the day when doctors used to come to the house, made a house call. Okay, and I'm sure if I talked to those kids, they probably think I was nuts too. That doctors just don't do that, and they're right. Not nowadays, they don't make house calls. But back in the fifties and the forties and the sixties, they made house calls. So mom would always. Make sure the house was clean in case one of us got sick in the middle of the night kind of deal. And she had to call a doctor. <laughs> and here's another thing that she used to do, too. She used to, every time, because she had three boys. <clears throat> and every time one of us or all of us would go out, like on a Friday or Saturday night, there was the shower, which was natural. You're going to be looking for girls, right? Okay. So, but we had to put on clean underwear. Her idea for the reason for the clean underwear is in case we got in a wreck. 
or we got in an accident and, and, and had to go to the hospital. We want those clean underwear. To hell with that broke leg. Is his underwear clean kind of deal. And the way that I always looked at it when I got older, I thought, you know, if I get hurt, that's the last thing that I'm going to be thinking about. I can't soil my underwear. I'm going to soil. I'm just going to just let it go. Okay. I don't care if I get in a car wreck. That's going to be the first thing that happens probably because I know me. Um, so that <laughs> that's just kind of morbid that my mom would go, well, you know, is, uh, his arms broke. Yeah. Okay. How's his underwear? What? What? What are you talking about here? It's just, yeah, it, that was the thing back then that make sure you had clean underwear on before you went out. And that used to just blow me away when I got older. I'm thinking like, okay, whatever. Because I'm telling you, if I'd have been laying in the hospital, because you got to remember the little town that we lived in, we weren't five minutes from the hospital. Anybody in that town could be there within five minutes if they got the phone call that, hey, you know, your son's laying here. So uh, if my mom would have walked in that emergency room and I would have had a boo-boo, we'll say, (laughs) no, it wouldn't make any difference if my left arm was hanging by a thread. I would get a lecture about how I just embarrassed her. You know, no matter that I just got hit by a truck bomb (laughs) and my arms hanging down, I made a mess of my underwear. Okay, well, whatever, you know, that's just, that's just the way that people used to think back then. And, and, and when you tell kids about that nowadays, they look at you like you're crazy. No, I've not heard, heard this story before. Oh, well, you need to go talk to your grandparents, you know, talk to your mom and dad. I'm sure they've heard stuff like that before too. And I said, I got another one for you also that, uh, cause I raised four daughters and I've mentioned that more than once. Uh, and they used to give me a hard time. Um, if I passed gas in front of them, you know, they thought that was just the craziest thing they ever did. And usually believe it or not, a lot of times it was the dog and they would blame me for what he did. But here's the reverse coin of that whole deal. If they did that, if you walked up to them and say, girl, did you pass gas? And they look at you like, what? I didn't do anything. Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't. The dog's not in the room. So when, it blows me away that, that when, when girls do that, they won't admit it, you know, because theirs are usually kind of like silent and deadly and they sit over there. And then when you go, whoa, wait, wait, whoa, what, what was that? They start laughing. Well, they give themselves away a little bit. But if you ask them, it's always what? <laughs> it's just. Just admit it, man. I mean, <laughs> really? So, yeah, and I had four of these to contend with at one time. Technically five, if you count mom. And they all got into that habit of they would look at me like, what? You know, because I would ask them. And, man, if, <clears throat> when that comes walking through the, the house like that and <laughs> and, and you, you walk into the, the great wall of odor and they, okay, which one of you did it? And all five women would go, what? And the dog's outside, and it wasn't me. So one of them were guilty, okay? But they they were sly, and they were sneaky. But girls don't admit that. They don't, for some reason, it's... You ask a guy, and he goes, hell, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> it's just He's kind of proud of that, you know? Like, there you go, baby, there's something for you. <laughs> but girls, no. Oh, no, they, they, they don't have gas, if you ask them. I beg to differ, you know? I I know better. <laughs> I, I really do know better. So yeah, ask a guy. Like I said, he'll 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 admit it in a heartbeat. You know.
unless he's on his first date. If he's on the first date with a girl, he will run a mile to get away from her so he can pass gas and then come back. And she's going to go, what the hell was that all about? Oh, I was just checking down the highway or well, I mean, he'll lie. He'll do anything he can because he doesn't want her to know yet that he does that. <laughs> and I did. I'm guilty. I used to get away from her way across. I'd go outside around a tree. She'd ask, what are you doing outside? Oh, I just we get a breath of fresh air. Whew. Oh, man. <laughs> Rough. I'll tell you something else. Uh, when I was a kid growing up, my mom used to say some of the strangest things in public. For heaven's sakes. Uh, one of her famous sayings that she always, till that woman died, said, and she didn't care where she was at. She didn't care who she was in front of. Her famous saying was, and I quote, shit, fire, and pee water to put it out with. Now, when you're a nine-year-old and a 10-year-old, and you just picture your mom blowing flames out her butt, and then when that happens, she turns around and pees on it, that's what a nine- and 10-year-old thinks. <laughs> it's just some of the things that she used to came out of that woman's mouth, and then she wondered out, where did I get this from? I can tell you where I got this from. It was from uh, growing up with her. I mean, some of the sayings that that woman had was really, really just crazy. And she would say her favorite saying, shit, fire, and pee water to put it out with, anywhere. She, I saw her do it in front of my school principal. She did it in front of the teachers, my friends, family. Didn't make any difference. When she got mad, that was the number one famous saying, Okay. And then she would sit back and wonder when I got older, late teens, early 20s, going, how come you grew up like this? Oh, I don't know. Uh, gee, Mom, <laughs> I I come from you, you know, so, yeah, I, I picked up a lot of her habits. Uh, and thank goodness my wife decided to, to have me break some of those habits because uh, I caught myself back younger where I, I said her famous saying a couple of times, and my kids looked at me like, deer in the headlights kind of thing because they're going like what what was that well i don't know that was one of your grandmother's famous sayings dad yeah let that one go dude shelf that one would you so yeah <laughs> so just sit back one of these days and think about some of the things that family members whether it be an uncle or a grandparent mom dad good friend whoever that was part of the family think of some of the things that they used to say that you do not to this day here anymore because if you said something like that in public now oh i can't imagine the recourse that you would come across you know uh say in front of the kid with the with the cute little squiggly tattoos in that i've ran into he calls them tattoos they're just little lines i've told said told that story twice already but anyway go run into him and say that famous saying and he'd look at me like i was nuts and that's not true i'm not fully nuts little tipped, maybe, but I'm not nuts, okay? Besides, when you grow up in a family like what I did, that we were all kind of a little different and we were a little touched maybe out there, you know, uh, just being rednecks, just the way we were. And if no one was raised in that kind of an atmosphere, um, you don't know what you miss because there's a lot of things to cherish. I can sit back and think now that uh, thank goodness I was put in the family that I was in because it's, it was an awesome, awesome deal. And when I talk to people to this day and they look at me like, you're different. <laughs> and if my wife's around, after I pick her up off the floor from laughing so damn hard, 
Yeah, I'm different. <laughs> I guess there is only one JD, period. Okay, so thank goodness for that. Uh, but I do have daughters that um, do act like me. And if you don't think that's scary to take something from me, mix it with hormones, and you've got a time bomb. <laughs> because if sometimes it just takes off. All of my daughters at one time or another are guilty of that. And so, yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> kind of crazy. You know, a little bit of me, I've had employers that look at me like, you're not reptite. Well, hell, I never said I was, <laughs> just to start with, because I've got a degree hanging on the wall that comes from Redneck University, and I bet you I'm not the only one that has that degree hanging up on that wall, okay? Because I'm redneck through and through. Every family has a redneck somewhere in the woodpile, I'm telling you. <laughs> I've run into too many people that were from Pennsylvania and New York and California, and they would talk about a relative that they had that acted just like me, okay, or some similarity thereof. So, yeah, there's a redneck everywhere. So I've got my degree, uh, and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, a, I'm very, very proud of being a redneck. So here we go. And now my kids, they won't admit it, but they turned out a lot like me too, you know, <laughs> which – like I said, I don't know if that's a good thing because they're girls and you take uh, JD's attitude and mix that with hormones. I don't know if that's a good combination or not, but here you go. That's that's what it is. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Um, you know, usually when people meet my wife, you know, they they look at her and then they look at me and go, how did you end up with her? You know, well, what's the deal here? You know, because <laughs> I am what I am. And People just don't believe for some reason that this woman married me. You know, how does she put up with you for 43 years? I don't know. You need to go talk to her, for heaven's sakes. Not me. You know, they just cannot believe that somebody as pretty as what she is ends up with somebody like me. And I've had guys look at me and going, no, nah, something's up. No, I'm telling you, go talk to her. And she, just ask her. She will tell you, okay? Um, that <clears throat> she's not being held hostage <laughs> or, or nothing like that, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, I I got exceptionally very, very lucky on this deal. So, yeah, I just kind of keep my fingers crossed every day that hopefully that days that she's in, that she's been in for 43 years, oh, please don't wake up, you know, because if she wakes up and starts screaming, I ain't going to know what to do, <laughs> none whatsoever. So, yeah, uh, I can introduce her and take her places, and, and people see how I am. And she's one of the brightest, smartest, highly educated ladies that I know on the face of this planet. But when they talk to her and then they talk to me, it's day and night, okay? Because she's a lot more educated and I'm not. So they, they, that's when they walk over and go, on, okay, how did you end up with this educated lady over here? Well, it's not looks, and it's not money, for heaven's sake, because that's one thing that I do not have, okay? I don't have money. So it, it just kind of blows people away, because they we're day and night from each other on the way we act in public. You know, she's, she's always coming over to me going like, don't you dare embarrass me. Oh, the game is on. <laughs> the game, don't tell me that, because I'll do it. 
just to aggravate the daylights out of you, you know. And then when the the, the uh, whether it be a party or a dinner or whatever the deal is, when that's all over and we get back to the car, I'm in so much trouble. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that, none whatsoever. So yeah. Um, we are day and night from each other very, very much. And, 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 you, and you should be. You really should be. Uh, we're best friends to start with, but uh, we are a lot different from each other. And uh, uh, that's just the way it is. So if anybody's got any stories or anything like that they would like to send in to us, don't forget our email. It's jd.podcast1 at yahoo.com. Well, that's the end of this episode, everybody. Everybody have a great weekend and love your families. Be with them and enjoy them, especially in this day and age and this crazy time that we're all going through. Just keep loving your family. Keep doing your thing. And you've been listening to On the Lighter Side of Life. <laughs>